Welcome to the Auburn City Council podcast. This is a recording of a regular Auburn City Council meeting. The council meets on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Meetings begin at 7 p.m. in council chambers at 141 North Ross Street, and they are live streamed on YouTube and Facebook. Welcome, everyone, to tonight's Committee of the Whole for the Auburn City Council meeting for August the 16th, 2022. The City Council has the minutes from our Committee of the Whole meeting from August the 2nd. Are there any additions or corrections to those minutes? Move for approval. Second. I right, have a motion and a second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? And the minutes are carried forth. Questions on tonight's agenda for the city manager? Ms. Crouch, do you have anything for us? I'll announce it again during the regular meeting, but just to remind you, um, we all know the municipal election is next Tuesday, but to canvas the election results as required by state law, we'll be convening in here at noon on August 30th. Um, noon is in state law, that is why. <laughs> that is that time, not a choice of the city. So uh, that is to go over provisional ballots that have been returned by Lee County. I've got to read out at that time as a city clerk a whole additional set depending on what is decided. So um, we'll be here at noon. It will be a relatively short meeting other than taking the time to read through those. And that meeting is open to the public? Absolutely. Okay. We do not plan at this time, though, um, to broadcast it if um, we will record and offer it, but we have to caption. And so that would be why uh, we will not be broadcasting live at this time, but we will, we will post it on the website so people can see. Sure. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Anything else for us? All right. Is there a move to adjourn? So moved. So moved. All right, we are adjourned, and uh, it is 5.56. We'll start in four minutes. Okay. We'll call to order tonight's Auburn City Council meeting for Auburn this, August the 16th, 2022. Lindsay with the roll call. Dawson. Here. Nixon. Here. 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 Would you please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance and remain standing for a moment of silence. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Please be seated. Under Mayor's communications tonight, during the Committee of the Whole, we just had one small item we talked about that is very important on... Um, August the 30th, we will have a special called city council meeting to canvas the election results uh, from next Tuesday. That is a, uh, a meeting that's open to the public. Any of you are welcome to join us that day. It is going to be during the lunch hour. Okay, so August the 30th. Under mayor's announcements tonight, I just want to say thank you to um, our city, our public safety leadership, our police leadership, our school system leadership. Um, for the provision of SROs at all of our schools. They're, it's not completed yet, but it's uh, the goal is there, and we're gonna get to the goal. And um, it's, a, it's a big step, but the most important step we can take to protect our families and our children while they're at school during the day. And so, Paul, I hope you'll extend our thanks to all the staff and everybody that you work with. We're certainly grateful for that and look forward to getting all this in place in the very near future. Thank you. Also today, I was able to speak to the local Lions Club. I appreciate uh, what an outstanding group uh, they are, um, collecting glasses uh, to provide for those in need who can't afford eyewear and appreciate their efforts. 
Um, this past week, I went to uh, went over to Greater Peace Baptist Church in Opelika to uh, be a part of a leadership summit with the 100 black men of East Alabama. Appreciate Clifford Jones and his continued leadership with this organization. We haven't had a chance to meet in the last couple of years due to the pandemic, but we look forward to meeting quarterly in the near future. I mentioned this at our last meeting. Um, one of the most wonderful ceremonies we have here at the city is the firefighter graduation, the student firefighter graduation. And that was held recently and I was able to participate in reading the oath to our new firefighters. And I just thank these young people for going through this program. I thank the leaders and the people who train them uh, in our fire department. Uh, we're certainly proud of the, the two individuals who'll be going to Phoenix City and serving that community. And then uh, the rest of them, they'll be here with us. We're very excited about that and thankful for everything that they do. The United Way kickoff was recently uh, held and uh, it was well covered in our local newspapers. There were hundreds of people from both of our communities there uh, to uh, put together meals um, for those in our community that needed that. It was great camaraderie. People from Auburn, Obelika having a really good time. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I just appreciate the United Way and the way they serve Auburn and Opelika and those nonprofits in our community that need them. And uh, appreciate the food bank. Uh, obviously, they, they were provided some great meals out of this, but they gave up some of their space and allowed a little chaos to happen that morning. But it was a lot of fun, and I appreciate that. In our community this week, it's the Southeastern Distribution and Apparatus School. And I spoke to them yesterday morning, and they've got the hotel and conference center pretty filled. And my wife and I were downtown eating last night, and they were filling downtown up. And we just appreciate them sharing their time with us um, this week here in our community. And then finally, I just want to remind everybody, and we alluded to it earlier, next Tuesday is uh, a municipal election. Um, there are five elections to still be decided. Uh, there are people on this dais that are running for election. There are people sitting in this audience that are running for election. I appreciate every single one of you giving your time, giving your summer, giving up your weekends, giving up your evenings to go and meet those people that live in your ward. Thank you for doing that. Um, we should all be grateful and applaud you for taking the time to do that. And so I challenge our community. You, we've got one task I'd like for you to take upon yourself next Tuesday. Take about 15 or 20 minutes and drive to your ward location where you vote and go vote. It's very important. This town is continuing to grow. We'll have continue to have challenging things we'll have to decide. Um, and we need committed people up here uh, who share your vision for Auburn's future. So do the research. Find those people that represent what you think is in Auburn's best interest. And please, please go vote next Tuesday. And thank everybody for the time that you spent running for election. All right, anybody else on the council have anything they'd like to say? Yes, I do. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I want to also give Paul Register and the Public Safety uh, their props. Last night, and, and also Mr. Davis, for allowing us to continue to have our scout meetings at Boykin. Last night, the scouts had a session on bullying. And the uh, public safety, two officers, Rep, uh, Officer Levitt and Officer Barry came out. And they did an excellent job. Those scouts are from the ages of 5 to 16. We only got one 16-year-old. The rest of them is younger than that. And they were so engaged. And they really, really enjoyed them. So I just want to say thank you. I would like to uh, continue those uh, relationships in the Northwest Auburn um, Ward, uh, having a relationship between our young people. And when I say young, they're young. And actually, our young ones are more engaged than the older ones. So they ask a thousand questions. 
And one of the kids said to one of the officers, he asked the question, he she said, well, my mama said, and I thought that, he even thought that was the delight because not only are they learning from us as leaders, but some of them are learning at home as well. So to just have those officers to come and engage and even eat with the children was absolutely a delight. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, and thank you, city manager, for making it happen. So And, and, and um, this time, Tommy, I'm giving the praise. <laughs> So thank you again. Who'll be next? Yeah. I'd like to just uh, mention uh, Mr. Brown. I don't know if many of y'all know who he is. I feel like yeah. anyone that's lived in Auburn, went to Auburn High School, should know him. And uh, we lost a legend this week on with him. Uh, he was, when I was at Auburn High, he was a vice principal, Miss Stevens. He said he was history, uh, history teacher. teacher. My history uh, teacher. Your history. <laughs> he, I, I believe he was an educator for 45 years, and he's going to be truly missed in this community. He truly will be. And he was a great basketball PA announcer. I don't think a lot of the uh, students, because, like, I'm 61 years old, so I don't think a lot of people realize that he used to be a history teacher. Actually, he was my history teacher. So most of them know him as you know him now as, um, what was the assistant principal? Assistant principal, uh -huh. yeah. So he wasn't an assistant principal during that time. He was the history teacher. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyone else? Okay, we'll move forward. Auburn University Communications. Welcome back. Well, hello, hello. It's good to see all of you again this week. Um, as I'm sure many of you noticed, today was the first day of classes, um, which is super exciting. It was a beautiful day, and it was so nice to see life back on campus and on Sanford. Um, we do feel like, you know, the students are oftentimes the lifeblood of the community, and it's just awesome to see so many so excited to be here again. Um, President Roberts and Avi were out on campus uh, making their presence known all day. They were driving students to class on a golf cart, um, and that was a lot of fun to watch. So a few lucky students got a ride from them. Um, in his effort to keep connecting with students in new ways that are fun for them, President Roberts has also started an Instagram. So I encourage you all to follow him along. It's um, at Auburn President Roberts on Instagram. So definitely I encourage you to um, keep up with him there. He's posted several things already, so we're excited to see what he does with that. Also today, the heyday market finally opened for lunch. It was crowded all day long. The students loved it. I saw a lot of positive feedback on social media, and um, we're excited um, that they offer, um, you can purchase your meals there with dining dollars, so I think students are going to really enjoy that option, and we're excited to see the community there as well. They were just open for lunch today. They're going to start opening for dinner on the 23rd, and they're going to be open seven days a week, so we're, look, we're really excited about that. Um, over the weekend, uh, the Panhellenic had a really successful bid day. Bids were given out to 1,533 women, um, and so we're excited for all those women as they embark on their journeys in um, Auburn Greek life. Um, also, the College of Nursing Simulation Program received full accreditation in teaching and education from the Society for Simulation and Healthcare. Um, this is a peer-reviewed process that examines a program's processes and outcomes looking for hallmarks of quality healthcare simulation. And so we're really excited about what this means for the education that our nursing students are receiving. Um, but that's all from me this week. So War Eagle, thank you. War Eagle. War Eagle. Glad to have our students back with us. 
Okay, this time we'll open it up for citizens' communications on items on tonight's agenda. Remember, this is just for items on tonight's agenda. If you'd like to address the City Council, please come forward and give us your name and address for the record, and you'll have five minutes to address the City Council. Okay, seeing no one, we'll move ahead with City Manager's communications. All right, as Mayor has mentioned earlier, there will be a City Council meeting on Monday, August 30th, to canvass the election results at NLB at noon in the Council Chambers. Um, we also have the announcement of three vacancies on the Industrial Development Board for terms that begin October 10th, 2022, and end October 9th, 2028. Appointments will be made at the September 20th meeting. Our first item of business is the consent agenda. Does any council member wish to, wish to remove an item from the consent agenda and deal with that item individually? Yes, I would like to take 8D6 and 8E1. And 8E1? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, 8D2. D2, okay. Anyone else? Okay, why don't we start with 8D2. Item 8D2 authorizes the payment of annual dues to the Alabama League of Municipalities in the amount of $16,446.17. Move for approval. Second. I have a motion and a second. Connie, any comments or questions? No, oh, okay. it's time for discussion. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I just wanted to ask a question about this. Uh, this league, Alabama League of Municipalities, is it is it open now for travel or is it still virtual? Once once you mayor's actually on the league board. Yeah, I'm on the board. We're okay. we're meeting in person, uh, meeting quarterly. Um, we actually had our last meeting about two weeks ago in Montgomery. Um, there are other trainings and things that they are still doing some virtually, but uh, the league uh, annual meeting was held in Tuscaloosa in May in person. So. Yeah, it's moving forward. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. Any other comments or questions? All right, we have a motion second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carries. Item 8D6 authorizes the purchase of 27 parking kiosks from T2 Systems in the amount of $250,723.54. Move for approval. Second. All right, have a motion and a second. Mr. Dixon? Yeah, I just had a few questions on, on this item. Um, I'm really just curious why we need 27 kiosks. I've looked through the through the thing and I just, <coughs> I'm not really understanding why we need that many. Uh, it's a lot of money to be spending. And uh, you know, the, the way that the world kind of works now, we live on our phones. Uh, you can easily download an app. I believe we have the app as an option already. Um, you know, I, I do a bit of traveling and a lot of places I go to when I park my car, you just, scan QR code or whatever and and you pay so that that's really my question um, I'm just trying to figure out what what the rationale is for 27 I, I'm not against having some we have some here um, already are we trying to replace some of those um, just Sure thing. See, see where we're at, and then I may have more questions. No, great questions. Um, we absolutely do have the ability to pay by app, um, and so that's been out there. We rolled that out about a year ago, and that's going fairly well. Um, one of our challenges is that we have population from young to a, an aging but young at heart population 
who traverse our downtown and the mainstay of complaints and the mayor and I have received a, a few lately collectively is I got a ticket and I had no idea I had to pay a kiosk and I'm certainly not going to use an app um, because I don't even know how to, I don't even have apps on my phone, that kind of thing. So um, I, I get the, the notion with the 27 kiosks. We have a number of existing kiosks. Um, we are having problems. You, all of you have bumped me at one point in time about something you've seen on social media with them not working. Based on their age, um, we are having certain issues with them that we are not pleased with and we have not been able to rectify uh, the newest kiosks that are this brand. There are two that exist in downtown right now. One is at the Auburn Bank property and one is sitting. Um, we do meet our parking in front of the hotel at Auburn University. That is a city street and that is city parking. We are very short um, moving further up college in, in front of Ingram Hall in that area. We have none down by the Wright Street parking deck, Mobe, Beignet, et cetera. We have a number of areas we don't have any. A right street is one of them. If you sit in my office and watch the people move their cars all day, which is what they do to take up um, the parking there, there's no charge. There's no charge further on North Gay Street by the standard. There's no no kiosk right now in the vicinity um, of Papa John's Pizza. So we have a lot of holes in downtown. And even though we have signage up um, about the app where we have kiosks, where we haven't been able to supply kiosks, um, we only just say two-hour parking. And this isn't about money for the city. This is about turning the parking over for the merchants. And so the 27 is to wholesale replace these. The other challenge to having some of these kiosks has been fiber optic connectivity. And we have finally found some kiosks that were pleased with their Wi-Fi capabilities. Um, and, and we now have adequate electrical in the street to power these. That has been a big impediment. So this is to provide equal billing for kiosks everywhere. The one caveat is um, at the app, we have a swipe fee that is charged per, per credit card transaction that is much higher than it is at a kiosk. We've also gotten feedback on that recently. Well, the app is a ripoff. It's a convenience fee that you guys, this council voted um, when we amended city code to allow it, uh, because that is what, what we're charged, and, we, and you did not feel as staff recommended that the taxpayers should be eating 30 cents a, a swipe. Um, it's a much lower swipe fee on the kiosks, and we have yet to charge citizens for that. So some people r really, it does matter about the 30 cents to them and how they choose to do their personal finances, so we're offering both options. I, I do not disagree in any way, shape, or form that over time, the, the kiosks may continue to disappear. Um, one of the other things is, is you'll hear in the vicinity of the locker room, we're having a lot of challenges, Dimensions, Hair Salon, all that. There are no kiosks down that way. They have a lot of customers that stay for a while and are very frustrated or they've come from far and wide to, to go shop at the locker room per se and didn't realize they should have paid a kiosk even though we have signs on every pole we have. People just sometimes miss it. So presence of kiosks also shows them hey, you should pay here. Um, Megan, wasn't repair uh, becoming a challenge because of the age of our current kiosk? And repair is the, the previous meter heads. We've also been asked, why do we remove those? We couldn't even get parts for those anymore. They just didn't exist. But the, the current kiosks were starting to have a lot of issues. And Greg, I do not recall how old they are. Um, yeah, I don't know the exact age, but uh, there were some re recurring issues with screens not being visible, uh, very problematic to use. And so the the other issue is that the support staff for the current vendor um, was a bit lacking as far as total staff count, and so we would wait months at a time to get repairs at times. They can't be that old. I mean, I, I remember when the kiosks were installed here. It, 
couldn't be more than five or six years ago. Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, I would have I, to I just, take a look at the age. I, I can assure you this this was in, in the budget, so it was approved as part of the, the budget process. And the reason why it's before you now is the actual purchase is in. And, and we wouldn't recommend this. I'm not a fan of spending any more than we need to on kiosks. But it, uh, the volume of complaints in which are hitting the city manager's desk, and a lot of them come via the mayor, you know, is pretty high. Um, we're also trying, we have people, unfortunately, and classes are back in session, playing a lot of games with our on-street parking. Um, and our merchants are pretty staunch about trying to keep those freed up or trying to get people long-term park in the right street deck, short-term on the street. Um, and people fight over the spaces we're not charging for, and that's an enforcement challenge for us. So it's certainly up to the council how you wish to proceed. Any other comments or questions from anybody else on the council? I just think that we need to have a good marketing campaign and put some more posts up, and I don't think we need to spend $250,000 on 27 parking kiosks, so I will be saying nay on this. I hear more complaints about not having adequate or, 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 or convenient kiosk. If you've got to walk around the block to pay your parking spot, I don't mind paying for the you know additional kiosk to... Um, you know, people are used to pulling up to a spot, putting, you know, putting a quarter in a parking meter, and, and going in their their spot. Now we've got kiosks sporadically around the, um, you know, behind the behind the, the shops, uh, you know, near the, the municipal deck, um, and then even on on the streets, you've got to walk. If you're just running in, that you park in front of your store, you've got to walk a block up the street just to key in the kiosk. So I, I'm I'm all about putting it a little more, making it a little more convenient. Anyone else? All right, we have a motion and a second. All in favor, please say aye. Aye. Any opposed? Nay. Okay, motion carries. Item 8E1 accepts right-of-way and various drainage and utility easements uh, for spyglass phase two in the Yarborough Farms subdivision. Move for approval. Second. We have a motion and a second. I'm just gonna abstain from the vote. Okay, one abstention. All right. Any other comments or questions? Okay. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Abstain. One, one abstention. All right. Motion passes. All right. Is there a motion to approve the balance of the consent agenda? So moved. All right. I have a motion and a second to approve the balance of the consent agenda. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? And the consent agenda is carried forth. Mayor, under ordinances this evening, item 9A is a request from William and Don Crow to annex approximately 6.51 acres of property located at 2190 Richland Road. The Planning Commission unanimously recommended approval at its August 11th meeting. Unanimous consent is necessary. I'll introduce the ordinance and ask unanimous consent. Second. I have a motion to second. Does anyone on the council have a problem moving forward with a vote on this this evening? Seeing and hearing none of the questions or comments. Okay, Lindsay with the roll call. Dawson? Yes, ma'am. Dixon? Yes. Griswold? Yes, ma'am. Ovi? Yes, ma'am. Parsons? Yes. Stevens? Yes. Taylor? Yes. Newton? Yes. Yes. Item 9B is a request from Michael and Kimberly West to rezone approximately 0.21 acres located at 305 Harper Circle from Development District Housing to Medium Density Residential District. The Planning Commission unanimously recommended deni denial of this request at its July 14th meeting. Unanimous consent is necessary and a public hearing is required. I'll introduce the ordinance and ask for unanimous consent. We have a motion to second. Does anyone on the council have a problem moving forward with a vote on this this evening? I'm going to deny unanimous consent. 
All right, Mayor, moving to resolutions. Item 10A is a request from Hunter Wiggins for conditional use approval of a commercial and entertainment use lounge located at 157 East Magnolia Avenue in the Urban Core Zoning District with the College Edge Overlay District. The Planning Commission unanimously recommended approval at its August 11th meeting. A public hearing is required. Move for approval. Second. I have a motion to second. This time we'll open the public hearing. If you'd like to address the City Council, please come forward and give us your name and address for the record. Seeing no one, we'll close the public hearing. Any comments or questions from the council? I think it's a great potential addition to the downtown. I look forward to um, visiting once it's open, if it passes. Anything else from the council? Okay, all in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carries. Okay, item 10B is sent to the vacation of a portion of Miracle Road for Woodward Oaks development and it authorizes the mayor and city manager to execute quick claim deeds relinquishing the property to each respective property owner as phases five, six, and seven of the Woodward Oaks development are dedicated and constructed. A public hearing is required. Move for approval. Second. All right, we have a motion to second. This time we'll open the public hearing. If you'd like to address the council, please come forward and give us your name and address for the record. Seeing no one, we'll close the public hearing. Any comments or questions from the council? Yes, Mr. Mayor. Yes, sir. On the, let me ask a question to the city manager. Please. The, the map showing the route that is going to be vacated looks like it cuts through a lot of properties. Um, it may divide individual lots. Is that going to be an issue? That's not the case at this time. So one of the challenging things about this, and, and the city engineer um, will speak to this a little further, if, especially if I don't get it right. But um, as known in the in the Woodward Oaks master development plan we were going to do this what what happens is there's a number of actions to abandon right-of-way because it's kind of being relocated uh, that have to take place and and if I can walk you through the the drawing in your packet it's the um, it's about the third page or so looks like this the, the color drawing yeah. it's easiest to follow it um, from the bottom from the southern part of the sheet on on Donahue and work your way up all streets that are in silver or a silver color exist today where the streets start turning red those will be built um, if you follow Milk Miracle Road from where it is today and you see this red line that right. kind of turns red that's that's the piece to be abandoned that will be abandoned as phases come in but pieces of it right now further up are going to other developments is that other property owners as you get closer to fire station number six so this isn't cutting anybody's lot at this time but each phase that needs the road abandoned you're approving in one action us to do that a phase at a time we will not execute any documents until it is ripe for development and they're ready to move forward. Um, also for those, if you see on the far right of your page, uh, Lee Road 677, that mm -hmm. kind of ties in and through. Everybody will still have access um, through the subdivision as they do today, and it'll cut down tremendously on anybody that accesses the current Miracle Road that needs to access it from, from being bothered with subdivision traffic. But everybody can still get through to Farmville Road and we will maintain access to Farmville Road the entire time. That's dirt today, uh, Miracle Road is, for, in that section. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Any other questions? Okay, we have a motion and a second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? And the motion carries. Mayor, those are all the items of business we have for you this evening. Okay, thank you. This time we'll open the floor for Citizens Open Forum. This is time for you to talk to the council about anything that might be on your mind. Uh, please give your name and address for the record, and remember that you have 
three minutes and address your comments to the council. Robert Wilkins, 261 Denson Drive. Um, good evening, Mayor and Council. Um, I want to tell you a little story. Uh, my, my AC on my SUV didn't work, so I had to go and get my convertible to make it uh, work because they had cold air. But when I would stop, it wouldn't work because the battery uh, would die out. So I had to leave it running. And I remember a gentleman, a friend of mine said, uh, what, what did you do? Because you're delivering uh, Uber Eats. And I said, well, what I'm doing is I'm letting it run. And he says, well, how long are you staying there? I don't know, five or 10 minutes sometimes to get, get that. Uh, and he said, aren't you worried about somebody stealing? And I said, well, no, I'm, I'm in the loveliest village on the plains and I'm in Auburn, Alabama. And, he, and, I, and I said, besides, it's just penny ante stuff. I said, what the city does is they steal your constitutional rights. They steal your property rights and they steal your civil liberties. Uh, and I figured out what I consider the Auburn Council now. It's a brick and mortar council, okay? It's not a council for the people. Uh, the council's led by bureaucrats instead of being led, instead of leading the bureaucrats. Um, I went to the uh, uh, Ward 5 council meeting at the chamber the other day, and uh, the candidates were there, and I they to replace Councilman Dixon. I, I know it's hard to replace Councilman Dixon. Also, to uh, stand up for our rights. Thank you, Councilman Dixon. Um, their view was, uh, Sarah, was to save the neighborhood for kids. This was on 3288. Uh, Sarah also said her dude, I mean, said that um, uh, we have neighbors who can borrow flour and sugar and whatever else. Uh, Sarah needs to do her due diligently and uh, totally false. Sonny said but his base, uh, decision was based on neighborhood uh, problem with a short-term rental that was a friend of his neighbor. And I said, wow, so you can make a council decision like that. One strike and you're out, you know. Uh, he, he said uh, uh, also he wanted to make sure that ordinance 3288 is in force. So you're going to join the city, Sonny, you're going to join the city uh, attorney, revenue department lady, and setting up fake names to entrap um, honest Auburn citizens. Maybe go for uh, out for a raid like they did our former president. Uh, Billy was the only person who wanted to see the amendment and make a decision. That's a councilman, somebody who looks at the situation and not just you know, no way. This council has lied to the Auburn citizens. I have in front of me, you were sent the last time uh, you had a meeting, you were sent 816 people said no, they, they do not want this uh, ordinance and they want it amended. But y'all didn't even acknowledge that you had 816 people because they don't matter. Somehow they don't matter. I, I can't understand it. And the two biggest proponents is Bob Parsons, excuse me, Councilman Parsons and uh, Councilman Griswold. Bob said there were only two people, me and Susan. Mr. Griswold said of the whole, well, look at these. These are a lot more than two. Thank you, Mr. Wilkins. Thank you. Who will be next? Good evening, Council. Um, my name is Billy Welburn, 112 North DeBart, 11th Street, Apartment 5. I'm up here to speak about the Student Resource Officers, SROs, and the recent uh, approval to expand uh, the number of positions, giving one at each school minimum and two at a couple of our schools. Uh, this was a major collaboration by the Police Department, City Schools, Board of Education, and the City of Auburn. I appreciate the effort that it takes to have so many agencies work together and produce an outcome. Um, this was covered on WSFA and in the OA, New, OA Now paper. 
Um, I saw uh, Assistant Chief of Police Clarence Stewart uh, was quoted saying, what everyone would like to see is a safe school, a safe learning environment, and that is absolutely the case. Um, I, of course, back that as well. What I'm up here to, um, to bring to everyone's attention is the possible unintended negative consequences that having SROs in schools could um, bring to our city as a more likely to be a down the road thing than a right away thing. Um, there was a piece published by the American Civil Liberties Union in the 2019 Journal of Adolescent Health titled A Descriptive Analysis of School and School Shooter Characteristics and the Severity of School Shootings in the United States and looked at 1999 to 2018, they found no correlation between having an SRO at a school and having an improved outcome during a shooting event. Uh, another article um, titled 2019 Cops and No Counselors spoke more about disadvantaged um, school communities, which is not Auburn's case, um, and it spoke about how many schools would have a cop but no counselor. And the impact in those schools is that students with disabilities were arrested at a nearly triple rate compared to their peers without disabilities. <clears throat> um, another piece, uh, overview of an exclusionary discipline practices in public schools for the 2017 to 18 school year, published by the US Department of Education Office of Civil Rights, found that black students accounted for nearly a third of all student arrests at schools, which is twice their share of enrollment. So 15% black students got arrested 30% of the time. Uh, now, we did have an incident here in Auburn. Um, Officer LB, uh, Lavarius Bryant, who was able to intervene and prevent violence. So we do have a, a real um, tangible reason that we're doing this and that we're doing this to protect our students and our teachers and everyone. I just wanna make sure that as we go forward, we are aware of the negative things we might run into and we have a proactive plan to prevent that. Thank you. Yes, sir, thank you. Who'll be next? Um, if I may, uh, sure. I appreciate his comments, but uh, I, I, as a veteran police officer retired, more importantly, as a, a dad of a student went through the Auburn City School System, I, I appreciate the counselors, they do a wonderful job, but if somebody comes in there with a gun and do harm, I, I want my child protected by Auburn police officer with a weapon. Uh, any day of the week and uh, the type of officers we have I know they would prevent it uh, you can find a negative article and turn anything you want to turn into anything but uh, our officers do an outstanding job most of what's coming back will be veterans coming back to to uh, guard our schools I hate to use that term but that's what it actually has come out to be so uh, uh, I, it's easy to read and come up with something you want to say but it's, do you walk the walk I, I, I would ask you not to discourage our officers or, uh, or bring into bad light upon what they may try to do. And I, I, I've got 35 years serving this city, and I've yet to see anything negative come out of having a, uh, a RS, uh, school resource officer in, in our schools. So, uh, thank you. Who will be next? Anyone? Is there a move to adjourn? No moves. We're adjourned. <laughs>